This week, Target stores pulled some of their Pride Month merch from shelves in a public statement. They said that since introducing this year's collection, they've experienced threats impacting team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. But behind the scenes, they're surely at least a little concerned about becoming the next Bud Light. You may recall the backlash after Budweiser sent a custom Bud Light can to transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light sales have dropped every week for the past seven weeks. They're down nearly 30% now, with Coors Light and Miller Light picking up the slack. Since we talked about it last month, Bud stock is down more than 10%. Target, on the other hand, has embraced diversity and inclusion. They've been selling Pride Month collection merch for more than a decade. Their CEO says it's helping them drive sales. It's building greater engagement with their employees and customers. It's just the right thing for their business. So will there be a serious Target boycott? Will it affect sales? Will it affect their stock price? Today on Dumb Money, is Target the next Bud Light? You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. Quick reminder to smash the like button for the almighty YouTube algorithm. Chris Jordan, I know that at least one of you two has already pr- placed a trade betting against Target stock. Uh, we saw the company beat earnings last week, but before this controversy even started, they warned that this quarter's earnings were going to be in a range below what analysts were expecting. That caused the stock to drop around 5%, and now we're another 5 6 7% since uh, since they started pulling some of their LGBTQ plus collection from the shelves. So first off, uh, I, I barely have to guess, but which, which of you two uh, actually has placed that trade betting against Target? Right <laughs> You know, and Dave, why? What is your, what is your rationale? I, you know, first of all, I think we need to separate the Target story from the Bud Light story. This is not—I don't think it's the next Bud Light necessarily, but um, this is just terrible timing for Target. Terrible, terrible timing because people were looking for another Target, right? They were looking for another company to boycott, and Target just basically served the this new emerging conservative activist kind of segment of America that is on fire right now. Um, they just basically raised their hand and, and, and they're the, they're the next target is the next target. But Dave, here's the thing. I, I, sh- I this, sh- is not a, this is not a new thing for target target ha- took a stand back in 2016 when the cha- transgender restrooms and, you know, gender identity, who's using which dressing room. They they took a stand there. They've been yes, selling they wide. They would have increased their DEI score, right? Which they've done. So they're like a four out of five on their DEI. Uh, and so it's basically to get the ESG money, right? And so they they want to be included in the ESG indexes. Yes. DEI. But but there the, the movement then was not what it is today. The movement had never really had a win. The conservative activist movement just got its first real win with Bud Light, right? So they are empowered now, right? They actually feel like they see they've seen real impact to a a public company's stock, not just 
not just impacting sales, but actually wiping billions of dollars away from the Budweiser Corporation. And we've seen that since this, they've already wiped away, what, $9 billion of Target? $9 billion in one that's, week. That's crazy. And so here's the thing. I shorted Target this week through put options, not because I thought that this boycott would result in meaningful a meaningful sales drop for Target. I do think we'll see a sales drop. I do think we'll see an impact. I don't think it will be prolonged or meaningful over the long term. But I did think that investors and traders were going to jump on this because the virality of these yep. conservative boycotts right now are so hot. There is an ecosystem that now exists to essentially elevate and elevate and amplify the messaging of these conservative boycotts. We saw it with Bud Light. The system is in place. I knew that there was now this, this platform, and I knew that that would resonate with investors. And whether investors thought that this was actually going to stick long term is completely irrelevant because no investor wants to be the last person. They're all kind of front-running each other to short target temporarily just while the viral nature of this story plays out over the course of days and weeks. So my play was to short target early and exit that trade early. So I'm actually up, Dave, 5X in four days on my short. I only put $10,000 in. Uh, it's returned 50000 so far. My plan is to exit most of that trade today or tomorrow. Um, unlike my Bud Light trade, which we, we can discuss later in this episode, which is a much longer term trade. Okay. Very different story. So, so is Target the next Bud Light as investors? Kind of like if as an from an investor standpoint, yes, it's just as lucrative to trade this story as it was trading Bud Light and, you know, Molson Coors when that story first hit. Um, long term, will this destroy the Target brand in the way that I believe Bud Light is gone? I mean, I think that brand is destroyed for at least the next year, at least the next year. I don't think that happens with Target. I could be wrong. See, uh, I did not think that Bud Light was going to have as long term. I didn't think seven weeks later we'd still be talking about Bud Light, that you'd still oh. see Twitter blowing up with fully stocked shelves of Bud Light and and not a Coors to be seen, right? I didn't think that that would last. Can, and can and I, I just, think that, so that surprised me, and I kind of don't see Target. I see Target actually being less of an impact because you can shop Target anonymously. It's Bud Light has an iconic blue can. If you're drinking it amongst people, who you're you're making a statement when you're holding a Bud Light. With Target, you could you, you, nobody knows that your bounty paper towels came from Target unless you're specifically buying Pride merchandise and wearing it. Nobody knows where you got it. Right? Well, I think with Target, you know, a lot of people just you know they've got the Target app and they do the pickup, they do the, the store pickup thing, and they get whatever staples that they need from there. But with Target. Um, it's also just kind of good timing on a short perspective because they're, you know, because of earnings, um, you know, people are preferring Walmart over Target. Target's more of a discretionary brand. Walmart's more of a, you know, kind of a staples-ish type uh, place to to shop. And so just for price, price preference alone, people are preferring Walmart over Target right now. And so then you add this on top of it, and it's just a recipe for the stock to take a hit. So 
I, I do want to get back to Bud Light for a second because I've been trading boycotts for two decades. And let me tell you guys, I have never seen. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply anything like this Bud Light boycott. This is an absolute anomaly. We've never seen anything like it. I'm not sure that we'll ever see anything like it again. And I'm going to share some data with you that I have not shared publicly anywhere else. We keep hearing this 25% sales drop of Bud Light. Well, that's off premise. That's in grocery stores and C stores. At my restaurant, granted it's in Dallas, Texas, in a conservative neighborhood, Our Bud Light sales since the Mulvaney incident are down, ready for this, as of this week, you're not going to believe this. They're down 91%. We used to sell roughly 270 Bud Lights a weekend. We sold 24 Bud Lights this last weekend. Now, here's what you need to understand. At bars and restaurants across America, Bud Light is on tap. Okay. Once that Bud Light gets taken off a tap, and it will get taken off a tap because whether your sales are down 25% or 75% or 91%, like my restaurant, you cannot afford, forget about politics, you cannot afford to keep a designated tap with something that has sales down that much. Once it comes off tap, Bud Light is done. It will be next to impossible to get that bar or restaurant that's had Bud Light on tap for 20, 30 years to get it back on tap. People don't understand how big of a deal that is. Now, on-premise is about 20% of Bud Light sales in North America. Off-premise, which is grocery and C-store, is about 80% of sales. But if on-premise goes down by 50, 60, 70%, which I believe it is for the reason that you mentioned, Dave, because even if you don't care about this controversy, By holding a Bud Light in your hand at a restaurant or a bar, you you are the perception is that you might be making a political statement. And most people just don't want to get involved when they're out at a restaurant or bar and having people judge them. Right. So even if you don't care or even if you are pro, you know what Bud Light has done, you probably even if you're pro. Most of the time, you probably don't want to get involved in the conversation when you're out, right? And that is the biggest issue for Bud Light, losing those beer caps on premise, okay? So, guys, understand this. Also, Bud Light is giving away their beer off premise. Grocery stores, they are offering rebates. And in some cases, I'm seeing instant rebates where you can walk in a store and walk out with a case of Bud Light. In in some cases, you could make money with the physical rebate. You could make two or three dollars. Okay, this is not a good thing in the short term for Molson Coors because you do not want to see your competitor that has a similar product literally giving their stuff away because I think it is going to force Molson Coors into discounting in the short term. But in the long term for Molson Coors, 
I have never been more excited about a summer trade. I sold out of my Molson Coors Long, okay, about a week ago, week and a half ago. And I am planning to get back in that trade heavy at some point in the next week, okay? I, I had never been more excited to go ultra long Molson Coors, but I'm not doing it today. I'm likely going to wait a few days to possibly a week because Molson Coors has been on the downtrend only because analysts and traders understand that this is a short-term possible negative to have that type of a competitor giving away their product right next to yours, even if nobody wants to buy it, they'll take it for free. And then we have the little Miller Lite blip, that commercial that I was worried about. It seems like people are over that, right? The Miller Lite um, kind of a pride, uh, no, it wasn't a pride commercial, it was the Miller Lite kind of female-centric commercial that people were in uproar about for five minutes. That's not a concern anymore. So guys, I'm going to go in deep on my Molson Coors trade, I think next week. Chris, question from uh, Tango Foxtrot in the chat. Do you have uh, stats in your bar on all of uh, the other brands from Anheuser-Busch? Because they're more than just Bud Light. They're also yes. Natty Light and Michelob Ultra and Stella. And you know, Stella Stella's a kind of beer that would sell in your bar, right? Yeah, guys, I, I didn't look at Stella, but I, I don't think we sell a ton of Stella. But guys, that stuff is not going to move dramatically. I, I've seen the off premise data on the other brands that they're affiliated with and manufacture, and they generally are trending down a little bit, um, but that's not the big... So they are down a little bit, right? Um, I think they have a, one or two brands that are actually benefiting that people are not making the correlation. Really, the big story here, though, for Bud is completely losing the Bud Light business, like gone, gone. I mean, I, I, I never thought we would say that, but I think their business is actually completely, utterly, devastatedly gone for at least the next year because Bud Light is ground zero for the conservative activist movement. They will not lose this battle. They know they cannot lose that battle because if they give up on the Bud Light battle, they will never live another day to fight another battle. So they will not lose it. That's what you have to understand. They are adamant about not losing the Bud Light battle. Okay? And I said that, uh, that Bud Light is basically a part of the trifecta of NFL Sunday advertising brands among pickup trucks and ED pills. It makes it, those are the three. Those are the big three. I mean, we talked about this. This really is the perfect storm. You could not have a more perfect storm where the consumer is this really focused demographic of kind of one type of person, right? That in 2023 is aggressively consuming light American beer, right? Like that is such a tight demographic, such a tight demographic that this is the perfect storm because they don't need to purchase Bud Light. They can easily purchase Miller Light or Coors Light, or any one of a dozen other brands of beer. They just don't care. It's light beer, guys. Yeah, the consumer preference has got to be, it's got to shift very easily. It's it's the, per we, guys, we will never, I don't think we will ever see a boycott 
like this again, because for everything to fall in line where it's a singular consumer demographic that has lost every other battle, and this is the one battle that they are winning and they're adamant about winning and they could actually fully control the battle because other people don't care about the product and they're not going to go out and buy the product. It's not like women are start going out and buying Bud Light, right? Like it's not like people that don't ordinarily drink light American beer are just going to start consuming that product in in mass. That will never happen, right? This could be the most devastating thing to ever happen to any company's product ever in history. Back to Target though, you but the Bud Light trade, are you are you making a new trade or are you done I, with that one? I, I am exiting my target trade in the next few days. I'm exiting my target trade in the next few days, right? I, I I think it is a You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. You're a little late right now. Um the trade was this week. I you know, if Dave wasn't a uh, international traveler, we would have done this show on Monday on uh blame Dave. Okay. <laughs> Monday, you were. I don't even think you had texted me about this on Monday. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 no, guys, I really think that tar- Target is not the next Bud Light for those reasons. It, it, it temporarily is a nice trade, similar to the Bud Molson Coors trade. It's. I don't think this is a long term, long term, devastating moment for Target. It already took ten billion almost off the market cap. That seems about right to me. I don't know. I I I think that seems it feels about right for this type of a boycott with kind of you know Target has a diversified demographic consumer base. Um, you kind of feel like everybody shops at Target, and some people are not going. This is not going to impact at all. Yeah, there's some proportion that will care deeply, and then there's some most people I would think would not care at all about this. I I I agree, which is why I think it's not the same thing as Bud Light. Yeah. Bud Light's not going to end, Jordan. Yeah. I could actually see the Bud Light boycott being as strong two years from now. Today, <laughs> I really do. I I think that's possible. I can't. I would never say that about another boycott. I think it's actually possible. Yeah, and I don't know how well, they're going the way, to regain any. I, I don't. How, how are they going to regain that core market that they've? Well, that's really- the thing. Anytime they've gone and apologized or tried to create the camo can or whatever to try to win back the demo, like it, it's very transparent what they're trying to do. And I think these people that are against that see right through it. By the way, you know what's also interesting? How about that Florida boycott, which is the other side boycotting? Florida that that's actually showing that it has some legs. I mean, some of the data on Florida is showing the boycott might actually be impacting Florida. So I was looking for a Florida short this week aggressively. I looked at every company. I even used artificial intelligence to try to help me find companies I was missing that could be impacted. I couldn't find anything. The best one I thought I found was SeaWorld. The problem with you would you did you know this? SeaWorld generates like 70 or 80 percent of their revenue from the florida location even though they have three locations the majority of the revenue is coming from the florida location the problem with trying to short sea world on the florida boycott is that sea world is opening up their dubai location this month which is their fourth location is it dubai or somewhere by dubai i don't know somewhere in the middle east and I could be making a mistake. It might not be Dubai, but it's 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 one of those countries. And that could be more important for the company than 
losing some revenue in their Florida location due to a Florida boy. Have you seen this Florida boycott? Like it's so. It's, so there's an official. Isn't there like an official NAACP uh, like notice to not go to Florida? And then there's all sorts of uh, gay rights um, groups that are calling to not go to Florida. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's a real deal. It, it it's a it's a real thing. It's not like we're going to see Florida tourism cut by twenty five percent, but if you see it cut by ten percent, yeah, I mean, and and honestly, guys, like it's real too. Like I did a lot of research on the Florida boycott, and I was shocked how many people kind of put out there that either they were canceling, they have family members, friends are canceling, they're even choosing different crews, departure ports. Yeah. Right. If you go out of Texas instead of out of Florida. Right. Wild. Like like people actually are super passionate about that boycott as well. well. There's some I told you about this. There's some restaurant stats where uh, you know, restaurant attendance is dropping in Florida. Abu Dhabi is what I meant to say. I apologize. Yeah for my geographic ignorance, uh, Abu Dhabi is where the fourth SeaWorld location is. But it's something to keep an eye on, guys. Like the Florida boycott, honestly, right now, if you're an investor, if you're a Traboa, we're not financial advisors. This is just what we're doing. But I will say this. If you're an investor, and you probably are if you're watching this show, you need to be quick on these trades. So the reason why I made 5X on my target trade this week was because I got in quick. I saw the stampede coming and I knew that traders were going to pile on. Why? Because Bud Light set the standard of what happens to a stock when there's a conservative boycott uh, that starts to get into that viral cycle. Okay. Now that we know this, the biggest takeaway from this episode, I think, is the next time this happens, you've got to be quick. You got, I think there's more to personally for me, there's more to win than lose by just throwing some money on the short side of one of these things in the early days. And if it plays out, it's going to play out. If it doesn't, you get out of the trade. Maybe you lose a little. Um, I think there will be another opportunity at some point this year. Yeah, I agree with how heated everything is and how sensitive people are about certain issues. I I can't imagine that these two are isolated incidents. No, have you I have you seen Jordan the oh my what was it? Oh the the North Face guys. Yeah. You got a Google or just mm-hmm. North Face ad or it's on Twitter, it's on TikTok. I don't even understand it. I and I listen that I'm not political with this stuff. I right. just don't care. Um, but this particular ad, I, I was going I was thinking about possibly shorting VF Corp because I thought this ad is surely gonna go viral as well. The problem is there's just so much happening right now between Bud Light and Target. I mean, there's only so much attention you could put on boycotting brands. And VF Corp, I haven't been long in that stock in so long. Thank goodness. That stock has fallen apart. It's down like 70%. So like it's already completely fallen apart. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 a rough one to trade, I think, on a, on a boycott unless it starts to go viral. Which it, and by the way, it's only one part of the company, right? I don't know. What is North Face like 25, 30% of VF Corp? So it's not going to have as meaningful an impact, even if the, the boycott does have legs. And also North Face, you think, would have a much more uh, diverse and global uh, customer base, right? So th- you, you got to put the pieces together. Yeah, and maybe things will simmer over on the, on the boycott by the time of their main, uh, you know, Purchasing season hits too. 
these are all the things you have to think about, right? Yeah, because it's like it'll be fall before you know their sales really pick up for you know all of their. Yeah, so so I I think I think there's a process here when you see these boycotts, you have to go through the full process of one: is this a concentrated demographic? Is it starting to go viral? The, you know, all the obvious players on TikTok and Twitter that start to send these things viral, you know who they are. If it's the conservative side, you know the con- you know the conservative influencers, you know who they are. If you see them start to talk about it, right? You see it popping up on even eventually Joe Rogan and stuff like if you see that happening, that is a sign. And then you have to ask yourself, you know, is the public company globally diversified? Because if they are, it will have less of an impact. If it's a US based company, the conservative boycotts are likely to have a much deeper impact. Right. Right. And so you have to kind of put those pieces together before you decide if it's worthy of a trade. But man, it has this target one come together this week. But I don't think it has much legs beyond this. Ten billion is a big drop for the style of a boycott. It's a big drop, especially where the demo I don't think is quite as motivated um yeah. to to make a statement about it. Hey Dave, but I know you gotta hop here because you're you're doing your vacation thing. Um but I want to tease a potential subject for an episode next week, guys. Uh, you know, I think most of our audience was probably in on NVIDIA because we've been talking about NVIDIA as one of our biggest trades for the past five months. So congratulations, everyone. Uh, I was talking to Jordan last night, and I think we are, again, now deeply in the AI investing super cycle where people are going to run up anything associated with AI beyond any sort of reason, rational valuation. I have found a couple AI stocks that I think are relatively off radar at the moment, but won't be soon. And I think they, I don't know if they're going to be the next NVIDIA, but I think they could be the next big AI stocks. And I'd love to do an episode on this, Dave, Jordan, yeah, maybe next great. week. Absolutely. Um, and I'll talk about it in the Discord before we do our episode. Uh, so if you're dumbmoney.tv slash Discord, forward slash Discord, I, I, I will do that. And by the way, I want to apologize to the community for not discussing my Abercrombie trade this week in our Discord group. It was because I actually forgot to finish my research and put on the trade. So I didn't put on the trade until after hours, the night before earnings, right when I tweeted it. So it wasn't because I didn't want to discuss it with the Discord community. It's because I actually forgot when earnings were. So I thought I had more time. But that was an insane trade, guys. Insane. 30 plus percent move Abercrombie. The comeback is real. Um, I wish we would have had an episode. I went on the website and I looked for some Abercrombie clothes. I I don't get it. I I don't think it's great. Uh, They have some amazing shirts. I'm going to go buy one today, Jordan, and I'll show you, dude. I'll wear it. I looked at the shirts. A lot of them look like really baggy. I'm like, I don't don't do baggy linen. Well, Well, size it down, man. Size it down. No, but then it'll be too short. You can't do baggy and short. Then like then my midriff shows. I'm out. Well, okay, so I I will um I'll go ch- I'll go try some on if I find something I'll I'll, I'll wear it on the next show because I I have I have I have Abercrombie cash to spend now I I feel like I'm indebted to them to buy right. at least one shirt with I mean that was dude that was an unexpected insane trade and it was equity only no options but wow thirty percent was insane um so uh yeah the Sloan pants the the high, the, it's the high rise jeans too, man. There's they have like three or four trending products right now on TikTok. And in the meantime, I I did I asked AI to come up with a list of other male centric brands that are not beer companies that could um, 
that could be impacted by some sort of a uh, pride uh, collab. And here, here, here are the ones that it came up with. Axe Body Spray, Old Spice, Gillette, Gatorade, Under Armour, Nike, Adidas, Red Bull, Jack Daniels, and Marlboro. So you see any, if you see any pride uh, advertising for any of those brands, those are the ones I'm going to be looking for. All right. And that's going to be an interesting pride month for sure for investors, right? <laughs> well, for sure. For sure. All right. Um, that's going to do it. I'll be back next week. I'm I'm, I'm on vacation still, but we'll do another we'll show do next show. week. All right. All right. Have, so then, have, have fun on vacation, Dave. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend.